个小恩跳脑小威。What's good, beautiful people of the world? I am a, I am just Creator K today. I don't have anything clever to say. I don't know if you've picked up on that in past episodes in the intro. I usually say something before my name, but this time I didn't have anything to say, or maybe that was the plan. And the thing that I had to say was saying that I didn't have anything to say. Chew on that for a little bit. We're not. It's not that important. Well, let's move on. <laughs> Welcome to episode 25 of the Show and Tell podcast. A bi-weekly show on every first and third Tuesday of each month, where a special guest and I share stories, music, and art that you should know about because sharing is caring. In this episode, my voice is accompanied by the soothing sounds of Maryland-born hip-hop artist Malik Elijah, a talented lyricist and producer whose drive and determination to be recognized in the world of hip-hop is evident in his music, which I, Sunny, <laughs> that was my dog. Uh, he's not a guest today. But maybe he will be in the future, and um, yeah, that squeak that you heard—that means that he has a lot of love for you as a listener, and he just left. So now I can continue on with this intro. So let me rewind a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Malik is a talented lyricist and producer whose drive and determination to be recognized in the world of hip hop is evident in his music, which I am very confident. That you will all enjoy. In case you are unfamiliar with Malik's music, as we get to listen to a couple snippets from tracks of his, it's something that I love to do when I have musical guests on the show. So get your ears ready for that. Furthermore, he's a dude who doesn't take himself too seriously and puts an emphasis on having fun and doing what he loves to do. In part one of the episode, Malik talks about the grind of being an independent artist and what that entails past just the creation of music. He also talks about the importance of knowing when to take breaks and not force things, which is something that has come up in past episodes. But I don't think there is a limit to the amount of times we can have conversations about these types of things, taking breaks, you know, creative blocks, all of that. Because I think it's very important to keep the conversation going and remind each other that we're all human, we're not alone. In that we all have struggles, we all have successes, and we should be sharing both of those things and, and just keeping that conversation going. So yeah, we talk about that, and we also talk about how he feels when people listen to his music when he's in the room. In part two, Malik brings in an item that helps him with his physically taxing day job, something that is one of the many things his mother has hooked him up with throughout his life. As most of us all know, Mama knows best. Shout out all the moms out there. And this leads to a conversation about relationships with family, relationships with friends, how they change over time, how they change as we change, so on and so forth. So with that said, it's time for show and tell. Welcome to episode 25 of the Show and Tell podcast. I'm your host, Creator K, and joining me on this lovely day for episode 25 in studio is musical artist, rapper, singer, producer, creator of dope music, Malik Elijah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Since you are a singer, how how was that? Be honest, please. How is being a singer? No, no. Like, how was my how were my uh, vocals just now? Oh shit! Yeah, there was flames. I'll give it. You don't have to lie. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Man, it's all good, bro. Like, I don't I don't know how much long cuz I I like to sing the guest's name for no real reason. I just thought, "Oh, maybe this would be a cool uh thing to add into the podcast to make to make it different from others." But you don't, I don't <laughs> you don't have to have a reason, bro. You just do it just It's true. I don't Yeah, you're right. I I feel like I explain myself too often. Really? And 
Sometimes you don't need to explain. I have the same. I have the same issue, but now it's just like I'm just at the point where it's like I don't really care to get, give an explanation. That's anymore. true. It, too, I'm too tired. Either you <laughs> fuck with me or you don't, yeah, bro. Fuck true. It. <laughs> also, this is the first guest in a very long time. I think maybe six or seven episodes that I've Damn. had in studio. That's why I said in studio. I think the last guest was Ben Bursell, which was episode 18. It's been lonely in here, so I appreciate having someone. Physically in this space. Yeah, bro. When I found out that I live like 40 minutes away from you, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Cool. We could do an interview. Then. <laughs> it was wild because I hit you up just, just to see what was good. And also with the hope of, you know, getting the process going of getting you on the show. And then you were like, I'm driving back to Mass. I was like, what the fuck? I live in Mass. <laughs> and then you said you were in Taunton, which is like 40 minutes away. So yeah. I great. thought you was in New York. That's what I thought. Yeah. When the when I was... I think I had like some stupid ass idea for a project that I never even went through on. And you're like, yeah, I'll just take some pictures out in New York. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I yeah. was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, he lives in New York. Yeah. Was like, that was, that's, I was going home at that time. And there's like a lot of nature in mm-hmm. the Glens Falls, Lake George, New York area. But yeah, no, I, I feel like a lot of people are surprised when I say Boston. And, mm-hmm. and then when I tell them I'm from New York, they're like, oh, oh, the city, cool. I'm like, Nah. <laughs> yeah, bro. I feel like everybody, when they have a depiction of New York, it's just the city. The city. But, yeah. like, there's so much more right. to it. Because, like, my girl, her uh, her um, uncle lives out in Rochester. Yeah. I haven't been out there yet, but I'm trying to check it out. It's cool, I think. I don't know. I, I went when I was young, and it's cold. So, pretty much it's, like, everywhere else in New York. Yeah. But, yeah, it's cool. So, where are you from? I am from Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Born and raised. Never moved ever. Not once. You never moved, but you moved. moved I've moved now. (laughs) Like now. But I mean like like when I lived. Yeah. I never moved. That's my childhood home. Mm. It's still there. My parents still live there. But I moved to Maine when I went to college. How was college for you? I talked a lot about college with my last guest, Aura. Shout out Aura. And I thought it was a really cool conversation. I think we both shared a lot of similar feelings on college. Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed college for the most part. The weird part is, like, you're starting to just learn a whole bunch of, like, different people. Like, you never yeah. see that many people. You'll never see that many different kinds of people ever get in your life. In college, like, I met people from, like, outside of the country, in the country. Mm-hmm. People from that state. People outside from that state. Some people drove here. Some people flew here. I don't know. Some people might even swam there. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, college was definitely interesting in that aspect. Because it's like you're outside of your bubble, right? Did you do you feel like you after four was it four year school? Yeah, I went for four years. So after those four years, do you do you feel like being around that incredibly eclectic group of people, diverse group of people that you changed or were influenced by that being that community? I was influenced by it, uh, changed a little bit, but I feel like I'm still myself yeah. in some certain aspects. Like, I have grown as a human being, like, the way that I thought before I went to college and the way that I think now after college is totally different. Right. So, it's like, it, I think it's a good learning experience. I think everyone should have it. It's an expensive-ass learning yeah. experience. Yeah. I'll tell you that one right now, but yeah, it was cool. What did you go to school for? I went to school for audio engineering. Do you it, think it was worth it did you learn enough to make it worth what you paid to go i don't think it was that worth it i thought the networking in college was more true more valuable than the actual class itself because a lot of my teachers were stuck in like old ways so i wasn't learning anything about Mm -hmm. 
new age like audio engineering i was still learning how to like record like rock bands which like rock is still like a prevalent genre but it's like the number one genre right now is rap music yeah for sure and that's what you make would you say Mm -hmm. is rap music because i i didn't even like i got a little too ahead of myself i didn't even uh ask the question i like to ask at the very beginning is for people who don't know who you are who are you and what do you do i'm malik elijah and i make nice tunes (laughs) nice tunes (laughs) yeah I'm just I just make music. I don't really have a genre, so to say. Oh wait, no, I did come up with a genre. I think it was like alternative rap. Okay. Cause I there yeah. was this um this uh company called Pit London. Shout out to them, they support me a lot. And they put me on a playlist called Alt Rap. So I was like, that's pretty cool. Alt make rap. like alternative rap music. I feel like I've heard of that playlist. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that's what's up. And I've you know I've been a fan of your music for a while, for a couple years. Uh, I think definitely found you. The first track was Ask Me If I Care. Oh, shit. That's everybody. Yeah. I mean, that's if you look at the numbers on Spotify, you'll see that that's the most popular one. Yeah, that's Um, my most popular one. But, you know, in my days of SoundCloud digging and listening to Future Beats, you were definitely one of the first artists that I was hearing putting vocals on top of what I considered Future Beats, like Mm -hmm. a really futuristic sound that obviously was rooted in hip-hop or funk or jazz or dance and uh it was really refreshing so thank you yeah i when i got introduced to future beats i didn't really know what to think about it or how to approach it i just kind of like did it yeah it was just a totally new sound for me because i was i'm still trying to find my sound Mm -hmm. sound now these days but yeah, it was a it was a cool time trying that out. But it's like when people listen to "Ask Me If I Care," that's what they think that I do. Yeah, and you, the music you've been putting out lately doesn't. I mean, it's not too far removed. Yeah, because it's still you. Yeah, but but the sound, you know, instrumentation, all that stuff is is a little different. Yeah, the instrumentation I'm choosing now these days is nothing near close to "Ask Me If I Care." Yeah, and like when like producers are hit me up for like collabs that's what they think that i still do yeah. and i'm like i haven't done that since like 2017 right, right? <laughs> so something i like to do when i have musical guests on is play a couple snippets of their music to give the listeners a taste of what okay. they make so i actually want you to go first and pick a track because of what we were just talking about if someone i guess you don't have to go on this route but if someone were to ask you what kind of music do you make or play a track that defines you what would it be or if you don't want to go on that route mm-hmm. you can pick whatever the fuck you want <laughs> What is what is something that you want to play for the listeners to give them a little a little taste or maybe something uh, a track that you like a lot? I, I mean, I assume you like all the music that you make. I like <laughs> yeah. majority of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, if I wanted to go older, I'd probably say listen to Dirty Bands. Oh, that's you know, that record. You go yeah. into like that's my like creative mind, like me just thinking of a story in my head. Do you want to go with that one? Yeah. All right, let's run that. Yeah. <laughs> I dirtied in my vans to chase you You don't wanna fall in love, I won't make you Baby, you my drug, let me take you You say you scared of love, I won't make you, girl Yeah. You said you scared of love, I won't make you, girl Yeah, yeah. And girl, you don't gotta do nothing you wanna do Queen, baby, you can choose any kind of move, yeah. Any kind of move. Yeah. I can be 
the king to your queen piece Disrespect the queen, you get three-pieced I hope you see some love when you look at me No, I ain't your man, but I love to be I got a lot to prove I really, really do But I feel with your hand on my hand Girl, we can never lose I dirtied up my shoes just to get to you That's something I don't do, but I'll do it for you So that was Dirty Vans off of your Lazy EP mm-hmm. with Ciro Mont. Yeah, Ciro. 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 Shit, yeah. dude, I know that because, uh, so I'm a big soccer fan. Yeah. There's a soccer player named Ciro Immobile who plays in Italy. He's yeah. Italian and I just fucked up the name. I'm disappointed. It's okay. And I, I'm sorry, Ciro, if you're listening. No, nah, it's okay. I used to call yeah. him Ciro too <laughs> yeah. for a while. And then we finally FaceTime after working for like a year and a half. And then he was like, nah, man, my name's Chiro. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, my bad, bro. Chiro the hero. Yep. So, yeah, I know that you talked about this EP a little bit on Stories from the Rise with mm-hmm. Diminger. I was yep. listening to that. I listened to that when it came out, but I was listening to it today just to get a little refreshers to make sure that I wasn't asking any similar questions. But how did that connection come about with him? I know that you guys kind of met through Night Owl. Yeah. But how was that relationship established and do you still keep in touch do you still work together today i still keep in touch with Cheryl. not as not as much i miss i miss him though that's the homie we still keep in contact uh we're gonna be working on stuff soon too by the way uh i was on it was my two-year anniversary with my girlfriend we were on vacation we skipped school for like a couple days and then I got a text message from Johnny Pearson, the dude that is like the head of Night Owl. And he was like, yo, I got this producer, uh, kind of similar to Xander sound, but different. And he was like, y'all should make some records. And then he sent me like two of his beats. I was like, all right, I can fuck with these. And then two months later came the Lazy EP. Dope. Yeah. Simple. Simple as that. Yeah, it's a great EP, and that came out a couple years ago. Came out in... Uh, Time is such a weird concept to me now. I think 2018. 2018, 20, yeah. okay. So the track that I want to play is off of your next EP. Is that... your? Yeah, it's, your, it's the following yeah. EP from that. It came out last year. Mm-hmm. Medium and volume. Medium volume. I like that project. And the track that I am picking off of that is It's Not Over Until It's Over. There we go. Which... Yeah, let's just play it and then we can uh, chat a little after. So let's run that shit. I decided that I'm not giving up. I decided I'm a diamond in a rough. To the culture, yes, yeah, stay in touch. To the culture, I show all my love. To the culture. I decided that I'm not giving up. I decided I'm a diamond in a rough. To the culture, yes, yeah, stay in touch. To the culture, I show all my love. To the culture. I stay in touch with the culture like the game tag The only thing we focused on is getting to the bag whenever Looking through the window pane for the next stain Difference between you and me is that I won't complain I'ma go and get it out the mud in my timberlands Cutting all you bitches down, don't need saws, got the hands I'm Superman, conquered the kryptonite Niggas be talking crazy but be quiet in plain sight That ain't right, something fishy When money get involved, that's when things get tricky That's when things get icky Who gon' snake for a dollar, who be loyal to the end Who the ones that pass the maze, who stick the dead ends 
this I've been so low fat, yeah, this be my jam Lady, I've been awesome, I don't really give a damn Reason to be a millionaire, I gotta feed the fam Million dollar mindset, this is who I am I got what you need for the party Never apologize for being me, I'm not sorry Dust them on a fake like Amari Hop up in the knocks, yeah, head to the party Smoking gas, bumping little Uzi in that Playboy Cardi I woke up like this, to shine like this Cranberry vodka when I wanna get lit I'ma do my dance, I'ma turn up a bit So that was It's Not Over Until It's Over by Malik Elijah Who is keeping me company in this warm room We just listened to it because I just wanted to How, how do you feel when... Uh, people listen to your music with you in the room when you play your music for them. It makes me feel good inside. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, make, it makes me feel like people actually care. Because I really don't know how many people actually care about my music, which is fine. Though. Right. Because not everybody reaches out. Yeah. No. You know? But do you, do you have any nervousness or, nervousness or anxiety at all? Like When I show my music? Yeah. Fuck no. No. I don't know. I could give a shit. Dope. If you like I, li- it, you I like love it. that mindset. Yeah, bro. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. But... You can't tell me I'm not good. That's how this is true. This is true. And I think everyone who's listening would agree that you are good after listening to only two tracks. And like we will say at the end of the ep- end of the episode, go listen to all of his music. Yeah. So, but yeah. So when I was trying to think of some questions to ask you for the show, I thought back to one of the conversations we had over text because I don't think some people might know this, but I've designed, has it only been one cover? You two designed covers. two. I designed two, but you didn't drop the track. I gave that record to um, Good Society. Did it come out? It's about to. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was going to drop it. I have like a whole like... I mean, Okay, so I made a whole bunch of fucking records thinking mm-hmm. that that was my project. And then I, I made it. And I was like, that's not my project. So I'm in the process of making another one right now. Got you. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to ask more about that. But as I was saying... Uh, I've designed cover art for Malik. Uh, I did the spend a lot cover art. So we were talking over text and I think it was after that first cover that we were just talking about that is now in the hands of good society or the track is rather. And we were just talking about how, I think you just mentioned how you were looking forward to the day that you could get a manager and have people kind of take care of other sides of being an artist for you, but you were doing it yourself at the time. And I'm sure you're still doing a lot of, different things so what does it actually mean to be a musical artist outside of just making music being a musical artist is just actually caring about the art and not just the satisfaction of making a dollar from it Mm -hmm. well yeah that's that's good too like i'm not gonna lie of course (laughs) i don't want to be a multi-millionaire billionaire whatever but being an artist is just actually caring about the art like I feel like there's so many artists that's out here right now that just put out whatever and not really care what they're saying. Like, I get it. Like, qual- like quantity, quantity. Just mm-hmm. keep putting shit out because that's the day and age it is. But I'm more into quality work and, like, really putting out the best that you made within that moment. Is that kind of hard to combat with? Because do you ever have a fear of kind of... No matter how I phrase it, it sounds really dramatic, but a fear of kind of fading away where if you don't put out stuff within a certain window of time from the last thing that you put out that yeah. people might kind of forget. Yeah, I do. I do fear that. And you have to know when it's time for you to like basically 
show like a refresher of yourself. Right. You know? There's there's a time and everything. And from the time that I actually had with Media Volume, which was a, pretty successful for me doing like like solo, like not doing it with any Night Owl collective or anybody, just myself doing it. And it actually did something. And knowing that people are waiting for it, I have to fill within that certain time frame before it drops down. Right. Yeah. So you did medium volume all yourself. What does that entail exactly outside of, you know, producing, recording? What else does that entail in terms of getting that project out to the world? See, when I, when I mean by myself, I mean, let's just releasing it by myself. Right. Like putting put my own money behind it and that stuff like that. Uh, in the sense of medium volume, there was so many different names that like had a hand on that project production wise i didn't touch any beat okay i just, I just wrote everything gotcha. so i'm like uh like at least like three or four engineers touched it cal winchester soto 92 elm touched it myself i recorded some parts and then like uh yeah so cover art pictures videos my boy connor my boy sean Everybody from Rolling Shutter Entertainment. So many different people had hands on in that project, not just myself. But when I mean like releasing it. Right. Yeah. 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 Because, I mean, it's it's difficult to do everything by yourself. Oh, hell yeah. What, what, else do you have, what else do you have to do by yourself in terms of being a musical artist? What are some things that people wouldn't necessarily think about if they were thinking about becoming an artist? Like, you have a manager. Yeah. Right? But... but you know, you're you're the one who are, are you the one who is submitting it to distribution your music and yeah. what um obviously you have people helping out with visuals and production and mm-hmm. whatnot but at the end of the day it is you're you're an independent artist yeah. so like what are some of those qualities or things that people don't necessarily think about when they are a striving or aspiring artist uh you gotta think about distributing you have to think about percentages you have to think about uh how you're gonna promote it how much or whatever money you have left on promoting it because you just posting it on your social media is not just gonna help you Mm -hmm. gotta you gotta put some money into promotion for your shit to propel uh trying to get in the shows that's very difficult um just trying anything to do for like promotional is basically like the hardest part of being an independent artist because like not too many people know who you are, not too many people care, and then once you actually have an opportunity, you need to seize it once it comes up. Right. Is that stuff fun for you? Fuck no. I, hate <laughs> I, I knew the answer. I just wanted to ask. Yeah, I fucking hate yeah. it. So you so you you uh, crave the day that someone can kind of take care of that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like there's some artists that like to be hands-on in like all yeah. business aspects. Like, of course, I want to be hands-on in certain business aspects of my career. But if I could get just some some help, not a whole bunch, just some help where I can just create and not have to worry about anything. But that comes with time and also comes with like a level of success that I want to get to, right. to when that happens. Yeah, and I also feel that if you're learning how these things work by doing them yourself, yeah. you know you'll know the right way yeah. of how they should be done when you get somebody, and you'll know what qualities to look for in someone yeah. when you are getting a manager or someone who's taking care of publishing yeah. or or whatever. So that and and I'll, on top of that, just like not getting screwed over too, because you just yeah. know how things work. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of people who 
jump to that all like right away because they probably have the funds to do so but then they get screwed over by labels or whoever i don't know if you've had any of those experiences and that's just because they don't know and i think that's a big benefit of just doing everything yourself yeah at the start it would is you agree? yeah no i would agree you get a whole bunch of more freedom uh creative control image control like how you present yourself is very um like the best part about being an independent artist, especially if you're at a higher end successful part of being an independent artist. Right. Too. Like that's cool as shit. Like Baby Keem, for instance. Ah, I love Baby this dude's Keem. an independent artist and just releases his shit on Distro Kid. Yeah. And has like millions of listeners every month. Yeah, and he also doesn't really show his face too often either. So it's not like a lot of people it's purely his music yeah. that people are latching onto and connecting with I think Baby Keem's just chilling. He's just making yeah. music. He's like, fuck a picture. <laughs> hasn't, he, hasn't he also, I don't know if I read this somewhere, hasn't he also kind of done a lot of production for other people, like big artists? Yeah, for Top Dog Entertainment. He right, did, yeah, okay. He has some credits on yeah. J-Rock's album, Redemption. That's what I read. Okay. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. And he's Kendrick Lamar's baby cousin. I He came to Boston, and I did not... I, I don't think Damn. I knew until maybe like the day of. I would have went to that. Which is such a Baby Keem thing. It's like, oh, I didn't know he was here until like the day of. I would have went to that bitch. <sighs> Same. Yeah, Baby Keem would have been dope to see. But so I don't know. what Like what do you think is the most po- important thing for an artist to be good at outside of making, in your case, music? Uh, knowing when to go on and off of art sometimes. Sometimes you got to take a break. Yeah. You can't always be on it all the time like get a life <laughs> and pretty much like just have a life outside of it because the life outside of it is what drives and inspires the art which is what i'm learning yeah more and more what, like, what do you like to do outside of the art uh i like to i like to play video games i just my girl bought me a playstation for valentine's day because i sold my xbox to make media volume ah yeah uh i like to sometimes i like to read books now uh, watch like Netflix series. That Lock and Key Netflix series was fire. I haven't seen it, bro. That shit's hard. I fuck with it. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Taking breaks is good. Did you? Are you kind of in a break right now, or did you just take a break? Where, I just where took you a at break. right now. I took like a month and a half break. It wasn't even like a choice one. It was just like I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah, I wasn't rocking with anything. I just didn't think anything I was making sounded good. Just yeah, better to not force it. Yeah, I was just not forcing. It. I was like, at some point, it's gonna happen. Like I recorded a song before I came here. So yeah, you were telling yeah. me that. I'm kind of curious to hear it. I'll play it for you. Sweet. You also took a break from social media. Yeah. What made you want to take that break? Because social media breaks are important. It's something that's been talked about on the show before, and you know, everyone knows to some extent the dangers of social media. But what, what, where were you at when you were like, fuck this shit? I feel like after a while with social media, it just gets so repetitive and you're just like, not even in, a, you're in a false reality. Like everyone's just showing the best version of themselves. Like it's not really bringing any productivity towards you. Like, yeah, it's good for like when you're exposing, you're like trying to show your brand mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But sometimes you got to take a break from it because it can be a huge distraction. It could take up a lot of time in your day where you're not, you know, doing something to forward your life. So I just wanted to take a break from it, try new things. I started reading books. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. That's books why I took books that are break. Cool. Yeah, I took that so break. I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm they not, are cool. I'm not good about reading 
I feel like no one is these days, really. No. But like, I try to book, read book wise. I mean, I read yeah. things, but in terms of like novels and fiction stories. Yeah, but it's like now yeah. nobody even reads the fucking caption. They just scroll, double true. tap. It is. This is true, especially going. when you know if you're on Instagram, you gotta like. Yeah. Tap a button to expand the caption, and people don't even want to do that. Yeah, which is crazy to me. Like, we're getting even lazy with our thumbs. Yeah. That's wild as fuck to me. Yeah, no, I've, I share the same sentiments towards social media. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a necessary evil, I think. It 100% of people evil. who use it would say that. Yeah. Um, but it is important to take breaks. Like, the baby, he even, I forgot what he said, but he was like, I wouldn't even be on this shit if I wasn't famous. Right. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah he said something about social media and, like, a tweet or two tweets that yeah. really i already fucked with the baby up until that point but then mm-hmm. reading that you get a little bit more of the human side yeah and it's kind of as you were saying that in that situation he was being like true self and i think yeah. it's important to this is something i talked with aura last episode being vulnerable on yeah. social media i think is also important like because yeah. we're all humans and i th- yeah, but, but then there's yeah. so many people, they're just like, oh, if you post about that, that's just depressing. I don't want to see true. that That's true, yeah. Shit. People are cringy, or people are like, yeah. some people are like, oh, you're just doing that for attention. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a, it's a, it's a whole hairy thing. Yeah. But um, That's like even with albums. Yeah. Like, people will like the most catchiest, fun song, but then when an artist puts out something that's like real, that's like the most non-played record out of all of them. Yeah. Like, everybody will listen to it just because they fuck with that artist, like, for the one time, and then after that, they just won't go back to it. Yeah, it's true. I Which, like, I, you can't knock them for that, really, because yeah. they want what they want out of music at that given moment. Yeah. But I, 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 know, I know what you're saying. I know where you're coming from. Because especially when you put a lot of, like, heart and soul into something, and, and it doesn't quite hit, or people aren't even giving it the time of day, it's a little defeating. Yeah. But that's life. Yeah. So um, now I'm trying to think because I feel like I may I I have driven this episode to a slightly cynical and depressing <laughs> point because we were talking about social media. <laughs> um, let's see. It's what's what's uh what video games are you playing right now? I'm playing Call of Duty. Which, I'm trying the new to get, one? Yeah, I'm trying to get used to it. Is there a new one? I I sound like an old person. I play Call of Duty, but mm. I know that like the last one that I played was World War II, which was like three years ago. Damn, I think. Yeah. I mean, no. they came out three years ago. What's they, the one that I think they on put out right one now? like every six months? I think something like yeah. that. Yeah, but like I forgot. I honestly I don't know what this new one's called. I'm just playing it, but it's crossplay now. You could do you play from everybody with PC, Xbox, all that shit. So it's a little different. Like so many people have like way better aim because they're using like a mouse and shit. So like, I thought that to, you like, couldn't use the mouse. I thought that if you did crossplay, you had to use like a USB. Control. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. Do you have to? I think some you can use a mouse, but there's ways. But yeah, I don't know. that's how I that's how I grew up. I did not have a console, so I played computer games, yeah. Call of Duty, and yeah, keyboard and mouse, WASD. Yep. Right click to aim, left click to shoot. Yeah, see that? I I tried PC one time. It is easier. if you if you're good if you like know what you're doing, it's easier. Like I I would have friends come over who yeah. would play Xbox, and then they would play on the computer, and they would suck. Yeah. Whereas if I were to go and play Xbox, it was a little bit easier for me to pick that up than it was vice versa. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I try. I don't know. I I play FIFA and Skate Three. Hey, <laughs> Skate Three was like in 2010, and it That's was still, still twenty dollars, but it was worth it because I still play it. And it's That's, been like I got it like six months ago. It's still a good game. Yeah, 
I'm playing God of War too. That's a, that's a game that I really want to get into, but obviously I can't because it's a PlayStation game, right? Isn't it mm-hmm. PlayStation specific? That's why I wanted a PlayStation. Yeah, I wanted to get like, a lot of God good of like, Uncharted was a dope. Yeah, PlayStation specific game. I played Uncharted three when I got yeah. my PS three before I got an Xbox One. Word. I've had a lot of game systems. Yeah, I've only had this this Xbox right next to me. It's the only one I've ever had. Damn, you did tell me that. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I try not to play too many video games, and now I'm just finding myself with less time mm-hmm. to play them. And then when I do play them, I'm like really hard on myself. I'm like, yo, uh, yeah, what are you bro. doing? I be yeah, because I'm not a gamer. Like, I just try to play it after work, just to like depress, like to decompress, not depress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what kind of games are you playing? Yeah. If, you're, if you're making yourself depressed, nah. Deep. There are games out there that are like hella sad. Yeah, I don't play those. Yeah. I just like shooters for real. Yeah. I like shooter games, mainly Call of Duty, because that's pretty much what I started with. Like when I started, like really getting into like my favorite games it was probably like Call of Duty. Yeah, but then I play like other stuff like NFL Street and like Sonic Riders, mm. uh, uh, Dub Edition, Midnight Club Dub Edition. Um, those are some like my favorite games coming up. Oh. So I say we end off part one here, if that's cool with you. Yeah, that's fine. We can come back in part two for show and tell and more. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome to part two of the show and tell podcast. I'm here with Malik Elijah. We're just going to get right into it. What have you brought to the show and tell table Today, it's a literal table because I actually have you here and hopefully, you just put it down in front of me. Hopefully, you heard that. That's deep blue rub right there. That's that doTERRA. It's ASMR. This is it hitting the table. This is it hitting the microphone. Hey, it's Malik Elijah. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I want to see. I'm not going to touch the. I don't want to lose the recording. I want. I don't know if that picked up. But we'll find out. I post. think it did. Yeah, I watched probably, it. Probably. Probably. It would probably just be a thump in like the <laughs> yeah. 60 hertz. Here. So what you have just put in front of me is DoTerra or DoTerra. It's got an accent over the O. It's yeah, like I don't know line, how that so. shit pronounced. I just know it's, it's pretty good. Deep blue rub. Mm-hmm. I have not seen this before. Shout out to mommy. Shout out to my mama. So what she, is this? It's basically like really good icy hot. Okay. Like it helps me because my with my job it's very uh very uh painful work taxing physically <laughs> yeah it's taxing. physically taxing yeah. so like you can literally rub that on any part of your body and it's supposed to like just like soothe it it'll be like a nice cooling sensation first and then it'll get like really hot this is like minty go. yeah oh, it's got menthol I see mm-hmm. it has menthol yep and it's just like oil wintergreen yep. leaf oil mm-hmm. uh it water aqua. Yep. Is that supposed? Why is it? Why it says water and then in parentheses aqua? Well, that's weird. Maybe they're just <laughs> trying to show how expensive they are. Aqua. <laughs> Imagine they just write aqua. They don't even write water. They're like, aqua. this this product has aqua. Aqua. Yeah, that'd be a cool ad lib. Aqua. Do you? So where do you get this? Do you, can you just cop it at? I just get it from my mom's. Yeah. It's not sold in stores. Okay. So how did she? Oh. Is it a secret? Bruh, honestly, I don't I don't know. I just asked my mom, like, yo, you got something for this? And she'll be like, yeah, I got you. And then she'll mail it to me. And I'm like, shout out, mama. That's awesome. Yeah. So how how's your relationship with your mom? It must be, she hook you up with a lot of, like, life tips and things that help you out in life? Yeah, she likes to yell at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. She likes to yell at me. Yeah. She lo- I love her. Yeah. She loves me, though. Yeah. 
Yeah. My mom's the same way. She would incredible stuff like, Well, my mom doesn't yell at me, but yeah. But like she'll get mad if I tell her things that I that I may need. She gets mad when I don't tell her. When you don't tell her. Yeah, but it's like yeah. I just deal with it. I'm a grown yeah. ass man. I just deal with the you issue. You don't, don't want to bother. Yeah, I don't feel like yeah. bothering my mom. Like yeah. I'll call I'll call I'll probably call I call her like like four four times out two two to four times out the week, depending upon Ooh. how busy my schedule is. Damn, I, I gotta get my mom's definitely listening to this. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, mom. I don't call you enough. <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I call, do. I mean, it's. A, I yeah. try to do it at least once a week. I call my dad like every two weeks because yeah. he doesn't care. Yeah, he's like, I know he's fine. <laughs> yeah, so it's always a, it's a different dynamic between yeah. between mother son and father son. Yeah, because I don't like texting. I like talking on the phone. Yeah, that's that's fair. I don't really text with my parents. It's always usually usually on the phone. I don't text Some, sometimes with my dad though, but it's never like long conversations. I don't really like that in general. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, like, obviously, I live with my girlfriend, and there'll be times where I'll look at my phone and be like, I haven't texted her in two weeks. But that's because we live together. Live together. Yeah. Um, and I guess my sister I have conversations with via text. But usually, like, by the end of the day, I'm already staring at a computer screen for, yeah. like, eight hours. I yeah. don't stare at my phone. But. Yeah, Te- texting my little sister is funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's never, like, a real conversation. It's just, like... We might just say something funny and mm. then it'll just be like, we'll just laugh. Yeah. And then that's it. We don't even say hi. <laughs> I might just send her something funny and then yeah. she'll just be like, ha ha. Yeah. Then it's over. Then I probably won't talk to her for like another week and a half. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is with my friends too. I feel like that's the general like dynamic of really good friends is that you just send each other memes and like videos and then there's not even any tech. Like I'll just like send a video to a friend yeah, and they'll respond with like an emoji and that's it. I feel like people that you've been friends with for a long time or like know for a long time, you don't have to even say hi. You don't, it's just like no. you just, just send whatever you need to no. send and then just keep it going. And you also, when you see them, so two of my best friends, one of them lives in New York still and the other moved out to Seattle around the same time when I moved here. Yep. And so I never really see them. But when I do, it's like, it's like I saw them yesterday. Yeah, for real. Like that's any of my friends. Like if I see, like if I see, it's like we just picked up where we left off yeah. type of shit. It's like, I, it's like I saw you. Like, a couple of my homies from like, back in my early years, like, middle school kind of, when I see them, it's like, I just saw them yesterday. I might not see them all the time. I might not see you for months, but like, when you see me, like, we chilling, we having fun, mm-hmm. having a good time. Yeah, I remember like, I saw one of my homies, my homie Swazo, I only saw him for like, a good 30 minutes. I was shooting music videos all day, so I was tired. So like, I pulled up, like, I basically like, fell asleep. But, like, he was just like, bro, you came to see me. That's all I needed. Yeah. It's yeah, true. It's, yeah. It's like, sometimes that's all you need, like, the, is the thought that the counts. The energy. Yeah, bro, because the energy well, really be, the energy really be kicking mm-hmm. the motherfucking ass for real. Yeah. And I feel that same exact way, if not more so, when I'm with my family. Yeah. Yeah. Every every time I see my family. I have a pretty big family. I'm one of four children. Damn. The youngest. And now that I'm of the age where... I'm an adult. Yep. I can I connect with every single one of my family members. Like yeah. before, you know, I was younger, so I like and my siblings were older. That's how age yep. works, if you didn't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> True. Um and yeah, you know, I was like too young to to get things or be able to like have a drink with them. But now now that like family gatherings, they're they're amazing being being around them. So mm. especially especially my parents. And I've said this before on the show. That I just I've connected with them on a much bigger level when now that I'm an adult. Yep. That's like one of the best things about being an adult for me personally. Luckily, I have a good relationship with my family and my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but that's one of the things that's like when I realized it when I was like yo I really like appreciate these people yeah that was like awesome I definitely appreciate my family but I also like my space <laughs> it's true oh yeah I, I don't live at home anymore <laughs> yeah I, I, lived, I lived at home for a year after school and that and it was great I you know I just was financially able capable to move I I'd, I'd live back there again if I had to yeah but definitely yeah, if I definitely to. need that space if I had to, I would, but if I have the option of not, then yeah, which, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have two questions for you before we move on to the last part. One is, what is your, this is based on the uh, the item that you brought in, the deep blue rub. Yeah. What is your biggest problem area? I'm curious. Either, right now it's been my calves, and also it's been um, center of my back. So, yeah. yeah. That's probably like my biggest, like areas yeah do you have to climb a lot of stairs ever for deliveries or do you it depends where I, it depends the location it's true if yeah. i'm in like a super rich area like if i'm like uh in like the rich parts of like hang mm. then yeah they usually have like long ass driveways but like if there's no cars i'll usually just pull in yeah no it's definitely physically demanding on my yeah. job this shit sucks i'm not gonna say the name because i don't want them to know anything yeah. about me <laughs> no no of course no we don't want to give that information under my course. my contract yeah. that i signed when i was hired so the, so the second question that i wanted to ask before we moved on to the last part of the show is is there something when you think of your mom is there something that immediately comes to mind that she said or taught you like a piece of advice or wisdom is there something that like rings through your ears often when you're maybe struggling or have facing an obstacle or or whatever is there like anything that your mom shared with you that you want to share uh just having faith trusting in god just never lose that aspect of my life because yeah. that's what i learned growing up just having faith just instilled that mm-hmm that's what's Still up. Still instills it in me. The 22-year-old yeah. right in my ear. Every change she gets. <laughs> yeah. Love that woman. Yeah. Shout out moms. That courageous woman. Brave woman. Tough woman. Beautiful woman. Everything. My mom's awesome. <laughs> Damn. That was really nice. I feel like that would be a really good intro to a song. That could be. <laughs> I haven't made a mom song yet. Do you have plans on doing so? I have plans on doing it just because, like, it's the natural thing to do. I just haven't found that right beat yet. Right. I also want to make one for my dad, too, Mm because I love my dad. He's awesome. Yeah. He can just be tough on me sometimes, but that's, like, every dad. Before we end the show, there's one last segment that I like to do with my guests, and it is something that the guests did not learn in school. A pro tip on, I don't know, finances. (laughs) That's a bad example. Something, a life hack, uh, just a piece of wisdom that you hold close to yourself that you want to share. Something that you just didn't learn learn from a textbook in a classroom. Never take anything too serious, but still take it serious. Mm, I like that. Yeah. I feel that's something that I learned a lot. Uh, I also learned um, no one's going to care as much as you do for what you care about. Yeah. Let that marinate. That's real. <laughs> it is <laughs> not for yeah. real. No, really. I yeah. I'd never heard that before. But it's it's one of those things where you you know it, but you never really heard it spoken into existence. Yep. Um. Yeah. On on the first part, I definitely agree. And my version of that is take your work seriously, but don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah. 
because that's a big thing. You like, can't take what fun. you do seriously, but if you're taking yourself too seriously, then you're not having fun, yeah. and then things are forced, and it's just not coming from the right place with the right energy. And that's what I'm learning now. I'm just having more fun, not taking myself too seriously. Just yeah, living life. And people also have to think about this when you're when you're trying to be something successful at some point, you got to realize there's somebody else that already did it, mm-hmm. and they're already gone. You probably don't even know their names because they were in a different era. So. You just need to attack whatever you want to get to and know that you're going to have a legacy, but at some point in time, you're also going to be forgotten. So why should you care that much? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Kevin Durant said it pretty well. He was like, yo, there's going to be another 6'10 small forward at some point in time. Like I'm having my time right now. Mm -hmm. So I shouldn't take it too serious. Have some fun. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. In terms of the second thing that you shared, no one's going to care as much about what you do as you do. Yeah. How do you get people to care? Do you have any tips on how do you get people's attention or get them to care about what you're doing? Because that's something that I yeah. fight with yeah. as well, trying to and it and it to an extent where I get very cynical and it bothers me. Like people don't care. How am I going to get them to pay attention? Like people don't like you're saying. People don't even want to use their thumbs to press a button. Mm-hmm. How do you get over that? I get over it by just going, basically, I just try to, like, if someone was to DM me, I focus solely on that one person. Just one person at a time. It's never, you never focus on a multitude. You just focus on one at a time. Let it organically build. Like, people like people are going to notice as you put out quality work and you put out consistency that also resonates with them. So, at some point in time, if you continue to work, continue to work. People are going to care. They're still never going to care as much as you. Right. But they're going to start to notice at least. So that's how I feel. Like, I'm just going to just keep doing whatever I want to do. Because at the end of the day, no one knows what you want to do besides you. Yeah. And people will recognize yeah. will recognize that you care. Yeah. If, you're, if you do care. Like, if you care about your work, people will see that. It'll, yeah. it'll transmit through your work yeah. and I and I'm big on that with the, with the DMs and talking to people I think it's really important especially if that person is, has reached out to you and they are showing admiration for what you do mm-hmm. it's super important to like actually create a conversation out of that and not just be like yo thanks emoji peace yeah. you know I think it's important because then you're establishing real connections and making real fans and yeah. people are getting to know you and they're Telling other people like, yeah, I hit him up uh, and he was really cool. We chatted and they're a really cool person and their art or whatever they do is also really cool too. So I think making genuine connections with people, obviously like if you (laughs) scale and you get a lot bigger, it's harder to juggle a bunch of different messages. I'm sure I'm not at that point, (laughs) nowhere near that point, but I think still making those intimate connections with people is really important because then people will start to care. You got to make those. Yeah. I try to, I remember a good amount of people that actually like listen to my music. I try to remember those people, try to really remember the people that actually care, the people that took the time to share my music, took the time to give me a nice opinion on my music or something that they might want to hear, things like that. I take, I take notice. I may not put it on, like put it on display, mm. like, and let it mm-hmm. be known, but I do notice a lot of things. Regardless, yeah. For me, but. I think the art should just speak for itself, and let other people talk about your art. I don't tell people to play my music. I don't tell people to check out my music. All I do is post. 
Mm-hmm. I've been stopped doing that. If you want to check it out, you want to check it out. Someone's going to find it organically at some point in time. I don't stress about it anymore. It doesn't bother me. I, I, I do this. I don't just do. I don't do this to become famous or be super rich. Yes, that's a bonus that comes with it. I just do this because this is all I've ever wanted to do. This is what I like to do. This is what I love to do. This is what like drives me the most. So, yeah. Real shit. Mm-hmm. Great note to end the show on. So before we go, one, thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for making the little short journey. Not, but also not short yeah, journey to, to the crib in Dorchester. The address is... I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but thank you. Thank you for joining you me like on the show. Some mail. <laughs> yeah, send some mail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Get a P.O. box or something. Yeah, of course. That would be dope. So the second thing before we go is where can people find you? What are you doing? What would you like to plug? The floor is yours. Uh, Malik Elijah at Malik Elijah with two H's. All platforms. MalikElijah.com for that new unmixed, unmastered. Mm, live dropped life. yesterday. Yeah, from 2018. I made that record in 2018. So, yeah. It was actually the follow up to Dirty Vans. It was like oh. referencing Dirty Vans. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to listen back again mm-hmm. to catch that. And the, we're recording on Sunday, like a few days before Tuesday. So it dropped on Saturday. Yep. But yeah. So go listen to that. So it'll be a couple, and all the other music. We'll be a couple days older. Yeah. You're talking to past me right now. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. This ep- The episode comes out on Tuesday and they drop it like six in the morning for the people who are subscribed. And if you're not subscribed, you should do so. I don't know if you can subscribe on Spotify. I mean, I know you can follow. I, I don't know if it gives you notifications when the episode drops, but... I think I follow this on Spotify. Yeah. I gotta check it. I, think on, I, I know on Apple Podcasts, like you get the notifications. I think Spotify does that too, if you follow. So, But regardless, you should do all that stuff. You should give a five-star rating and review on Apple or whatever you're using. If you're on SoundCloud, give a comment. Show it's gonna love. be big one day. Yeah, I, pff, you I appreciate Di- that. You I hope so. Diamonder. Both yeah, out. definitely. He's out in Lisbon. Shout out Diamond Girl. Nice one radio. He's yeah. moved out to Lisbon, which is dope. I, I respect that move. But um, yeah, if you want to find any of the notes, any of the links, any of the stuff that we've talked about, Malik's music, his social media, our social media as well, it is soundcloud.com slash let's show and tell up until the point where we get a website. I'm lazy about that. Um, Wix. Yeah, Wix is good. I use WordPress because that's what I learned in school, digital media. So I just use that because I it was familiar. But I'm also it's also kind of a pain. So maybe maybe I I will use Wix. HTML coding on this bitch. Yeah, I hate I hated that. That was my least favorite thing. Well, animation kind of sucked too. I I won't get into it. (laughs) But yeah, right now it's SoundCloud.com/slash Let's Show and Tell. If you want to follow us, it's at Let's Show and Tell. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend because sharing is caring. And love is love. And love is love. Might have to add that into the show from here on out. Sharing is caring and love is love. Hey. Yeah. So again, Malik, thank you for joining me. One up. Hey. All right. Take care, everybody. (laughs) Peace. I'm so fucking weird. (laughs) Yo, I mean, I'm weird too.